Greetings, everyone. Welcome to another enlightening episode of Collaboration of a Competition. This is a podcast that dives into the incredible outcomes that arise when collaboration takes center stage. Man, today we have the honor of sitting down with Greatness, sponsored by Greatness Vodka, a DJ, entrepreneur, and music producer, Win Crabtree, a.k.a. DJ for the win. Welcome to the podcast, bro. How you doing? Man, feeling blessed. I'm doing blessed. Yes, sir. It's, it's an honor to have you on the show. I, I know we've been trying to uh, get this done for a while now, so I'm glad, you know, we finally got you here to have an elevated conversation. Man, thank you for having me, man. Thank you for your patience. Yes, you sir. Yes, I mean? sir. Thank you for your persistency. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Man. Always, always. All right. Uh, uh, let's go ahead and get the podcast started if you don't mind. For sure. All right. Now, I always uh, start off the podcast with these first couple questions. I'm wondering, what does the idea of collaboration over competition represent to you, if anything? Man, to me, man, it just it just means moving with love, man. Mm, I love uh, that. I just feel like if you're doing something out of out of love in your heart, yep. then you're gonna see everything differently. You won't see it as competition. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, mo moving with love. I know that uh, that's something we definitely need to put out there more. I know it's a lot of hate in the world now, social media. Mm. You know, it's a lot of ha hating, but you know, I feel like you always win with love. So I, I definitely like that. Uh, for the second to end of that question, man, uh, I wonder, do you have any ways that we can encourage others to come together to collaborate? You know, I feel like, you know, with you being a DJ, you know, you play one of the biggest roles in bringing people together. You know, to have a good time and you know, just man. get get away from the things they're going through in life. Man, that's a very deep question. And I think uh, to to say it from a DJ standpoint, mm -hmm. I think it is important to be conscious of the music you're playing. Yes, yes. Like uh, there is a thin, a very, very, very thin line because you got you got to give the people what they want. Mm -hmm. And I think as a DJ, you got the power to kind of reprogram what they want yes. at a surface level. Yes. So I try to keep that in mind, but... The bigger picture, I feel like, yes, like us as a community, I don't I don't know if it starts at like a, a block level, like meeting with your block or, mm -hmm. man, probably in the house, meeting with your family. Yeah. It, we do need to start coming together and yes. just talking about issues or spreading love or all kind of things. You yes, know? yes, yes. You know, it, it, it always starts at home. But, you know, like I said, I feel like you, you play one of the biggest roles, you know, uh, you know, on the weekends, you know, when people need relief from their job, Facts. you know, they go into events where you, you know, curating that mood for them, you know, music and the vibrational pattern is very important. So, you know, I'm sure it's appreciated for them, you know, uh, setting them on the right, the right mood, you know Man, what I'm saying? Most definitely. I try to keep it a high vibrational mm. as much as I can. Yes. And sometimes I get a little flack for it, but if everybody going home safe and happy for yes. the most part. Just getting home, leaving how they left, yeah. or come, leaving how they came. Yeah. Then I, I feel happy. I, I, I definitely, I definitely love that, and kind of speaks to the the importance of your role as a DJ, Man. which kind of leads into my, my to my next question. I'm wondering, can you actually, uh, you know, enlighten us what actually goes into being a DJ? I feel like, you know, a lot of time, a lot of people just think DJs, you know, they they just got a playlist and they play the playlist, and it's that easy. Man. Can you give us more insight on what what actually goes into being a DJ? For sure. Um, Man, I can go, I'm gonna try to go deep as I can, mm -hmm. quick as I can. Yes, sir. So, I mean, to start, you gotta get the equipment. Yep, gotta have the equipment. You gotta get the, that's, a board is about 1,500. Mm. Uh, you gotta get speakers, that's about another two racks. Mm. Then you gotta get speaker poles, you know, yes. cables. Invest in your craft. Then you gotta get a laptop. Mm. You need a cool little laptop. Then you gotta get the software. Yep. And then after that, now you got to put in the work mm. the and craft you got to get work on your ear you got to work on your library of music you got to come real diverse and then 
it depends on where you want to take it at that point. You want to be somebody that just scratching turntableists, mm-hmm. or do you want to be uh, like a open format DJ or yes. a traveling DJ or a mobile DJ that just does events? You got to kind of put the business in it. Yes, yes, And then yes. once you put the business in it, you can kind of get your purpose and path. Mm and see which way and then once you that's where the real work start you got yeah. my path is kind of a hybrid of events and uh open format okay so and i do private events too but yeah. i haven't really focused on that mm-hmm. I, that's a whole nother combo no i definitely love but, it yeah go ahead, go ahead. no 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 i was just gonna say uh after you do that then you got to put in that work to be good at that yes <laughs> just, just like with anything you got to put in the work it ain't just playing a playlist. And that's why I feel like DJs, you know, gotta add they add value to a situation. Definitely do, definitely do. Uh, you know, I feel like DJs, they're definitely uh well first first of all I wanna go back to your versatility. I feel like I've seen you do all type of events, whether it's the wind surge or, you know, the, the local brunch events, the music you. concerts. Thank so you. you do have that versatility and uh, I do love the perspectives that you have being a DJ, music producer and what that uh brings into your craft. So, you know, you got a special a unique uh, outlook, so I definitely, uh, you know, which I definitely appreciate what you bring to your craft. Man, thank you. That that means a lot, man. Yes, sir. It yes, means sir. a lot. Uh, we might as well say you you the official DJ at Wichita. Now, man. <laughs> we, we might as well yeah, say. Yeah, he said it. I didn't say it. We might as well say it here <laughs> I first. I appreciate it, man. Yes, sir. I, yes, sir. Real talk, I do. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So for this next question, I wonder, can you provide some insights into your journey of the realm realm of music? Like, what age and how did you get started? Oh man, that's a that's a dope question. Um. I'm gonna try to give a quick story again. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, we got time. All right, for sure. Um, I always like just light music. Like when I was a kid, like real small. Yeah. It, it was like I could read real early. Mm. And so I got into lyrics real early. Mm. And so it just made me like feel, I know it made me feel different. And so then by the time I got older, started messing around with like uh, this program called Fruity Loops. Mm-hmm. And it was this thing called uh, MTV Beat, like Music Generator. Yep. I was making beats, and people would be like, "This sounds cool, man." I had a uh, my sister introduced me to this guy named XV from here. Okay. You heard of XV? I have not. Man, one of the dopest rappers to come out the city. Okay. Uh, got a record deal. He's first person with a major deal okay. here. Man, songs on two cat, just everything okay. that you would want in the rap career game, but. Before he was doing that, he was making beats. Mm. And I saw this dude, we doing all this all this stuff off of beats. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, can you teach me that? What and age? I was about 15. Okay. I was about 15. And I got serious when I was 16. Mm. And uh, man, at that point, I knew it was what I wanted to do. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, you know, I, I just love music in general, you know, music goes back to the beginning of the time, but music ha- does have an importance, you know what I'm saying? Man, music. it's like something that can just make you think of, like take you back to a place. Yes. You, just you hear like a couple of chords, you're mm-hmm. like, damn. Yep. I remember when grandma used to cook that, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yep, <laughs> no, it, it, it gets deep. Uh, you know, it's very underrated uh, how music can affect your mental health too. Woo. You, you yeah, know, you, you, get, you get the right artist, speaking, you know, speaking on the right topic. Man, that ride wave when you, you know, when, when you're going through it. So, you know, I, I feel like music and mental health is definitely underrated. Like, you know, just the importance of music. It helps us get through everyday life. So, 
uh, you know, for you to have your career in that. I feel like it, it definitely speaks to your character and type of person you are. So thank you, man. You know, uh, it was it was not easy, and man, I can say I do have regrets mm -hmm. looking back on things that I might have been a part of just out of ignorance. Mm -hmm. You know, what I mean, I hope that it never led to nothing nope. that hurt somebody. You yep. know what I mean? Because yep. I feel like music is that powerful now that I know the power of music. Yes, yes, yes. And we'll definitely uh, get, get into that later. But, uh, you know, hearing your story, I definitely want to encourage some kids, uh, some young kids out there to get into music, whether it's, you For know, sure. music class at your school, the band. Orchestra. Uh, orchestra, singing, uh, anything. You can even go home and down. You got GarageBand on your phone. Yes. You can get on YouTube and learn how to make music on there. They, yes. Yeah. I don't know the official stats, but I... I remember my teacher, Mr. Rodriguez, when we would take tests, he would put music on. Mm. And he said, this is like third, fourth grade, because mm -hmm. I went to performing arts school. Shout out Buckner, That's awesome. Buckner Elementary. Uh, he would say, you guys perform better when you put music on. And wow. man, I remember all those songs. That's and deep. they all take me to a good place. That's deep, that's deep. Shout kinda, out Mr. Rodriguez. Yeah, kind of like that, you know, that that common music you kind of need you man, know, to go to sleep. Just... It would just be like, sometimes it'd be calm, sometimes mm -hmm. it'd be the radio, it'd be 93.9. Yeah. Well, nine back then yeah and or sometimes it'll be uh some disney mm -hmm. you switch it up man i learned a lot of good music that way yeah. like i learned who jewel was and the red hot chili peppers mm -hmm. and, you know some kids probably learned what uh mc hammer was or something back in the 90s yep. you know yep. so it was it was it's all i see music as something that always bring people together facts 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 and that is the, that is the beauty of music. Uh, so, so so for this next question, man, you know you're known for your your unique style as both a DJ and a music producer. Thank I wonder, you. like, how would you uh, describe your signature sound and like what influences help shape that style? Man, you want to know a a real answer to that? What's up? I never really had a signature style, mm. and I think that was a gift and a curse. Mm. And so. My success in the music industry is that I could make real high quality music, mm -hmm. like just as good as a per, like whatever genre it was, yeah. like pop, rap, trap, and so my signature sound has always been stuff that has rhythm, movement. Yeah, uh, but also on the back end of that, I can't say that I had a signature sound. I will say this though. All the guitar and trap drums. If you go back, I want to say I was one of the first people to do that mm -hmm. because this is about 2015. I was I did a song for Flowrider mm -hmm. called Dancer, mm -hmm. and it was a country. If you go look it up on Spotify right now, Flowrider Dancer, it's guitars on little trap drums because yeah. I was a trap producer. Mm -hmm. when I was signed to Shotty Red, all that. That's awesome. And so i feel like that kind of spawned a wave mm. you know within the industry and who knows yeah. i ain't saying everyone heard that song but that was my sound for a minute yes you know that's funny like in the music industry you get that a lot like where you'll create a certain sound or a certain rap style and you know you hear somebody with that sound and you know they they say you, you know you're stealing your sound or you know you're biting yeah. your flow so i feel like man we all inspired by each other facts and it's the same chords it's the same notes you know yeah. what i mean yeah it's all natural, man. But there's a difference between biting and and just being inspired. Facts, facts, facts. 
like you said, we were all inspired by one one, one another, and that's I think I think that's something we can't deny. Right. So, so uh, great great perspective to that. Uh, so, so for my next question, I want to like, could you share the uh, the narrative behind the names DJ for the win and Beats by Win? And was there a per- personal significance behind these names? Man, <laughs> shout out! I think my boy Barefoot. I think Barefoot gave me the name DJ for the win. DJ Barefoot is the person that put me on. Okay. Uh, heard that heard that name. Man, great DJ, great guy. Like somebody you trust your woman around naked, man. Ooh, you know what I'm saying? That's they speaking <laughs> highly of you, bro. Man, DJ Barefoot is speaking highly Barefoot of you. DJ Barefoot is a great dude, man. And so I I don't I don't know what we were doing. We probably were doing something crazy that night. Mm-hmm. But he came up with the name DJ for the win. And beats by win. I just picked because I couldn't get DJ for the win and I make beats. So yeah. it's like beats by Dre, yeah. beats by Win. That makes sense. And so now when I tell people my name on Instagram, I'm like, it's like beats by Dre. And mm-hmm. they can hurry up and type it in. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I, I love that. Uh, you know, putting your, that's something I've done too with my company. My last name is Freeman. So, you know, I started a Bellbond company, the Freeman Bellbond Agency. That's fire. So it's awesome how we could, you know, use our names to yeah. inc- inc- incorporate into our business as well. So, DJ for the win, you know, uh, I should assume, you know, you all, you all about winning, right? Man, for sure. I mean, we try. Yes, yes sir, yes, sir, <laughs> yes, sir. So, you know, when you, when you got DJ for the win, you know, uh, DJ in your event, you know, we, we all about the win, y'all, being, you know, being successful. So, I, I'm going to take that too. Yes. I'm a, I think that's a blessing. Yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. <laughs> All right, now, uh, you know, reflecting on your journey, man, you know, I'm sure you've done some amazing events. I'm wondering, like, are there any particular performances performances or events that have left a lasting impression on you? Man. Because every event I see you do, even like the last brunch one, they look lit. Man, so. it was lit. Shout out, <laughs> shout out Festive ICT, Nana, all the good people over there. My boy Jack Stacks yeah. doing his thing. Yes, yes. Man, uh, wow, that's a great question. Uh, take your time, take your time. I definitely would say my favorite event would have to be the 90s event with Jack Stacks mm. that we did at Douglas Social. Okay. And that was recently, wasn't it? Yeah, it was about about a month, a little over a month ago. Okay. T- tell me about that experience. Man, um, me and my guy Jack Stacks, Chris Jackson is my best friend growing up. We met in college. Mm. Uh, we just, lives have been aligned. You know, we grew up together. Yeah. Uh, got married around the same time, all that. Okay. And uh, so anyway, it was like, what are we gonna do for our first event? Yeah. And uh, we were like, man, bro, I want it to feel like a backyard barbecue. Like, we don't get to kick it like that no more. Mm-hmm. And uh, with that, we was just like, bro, let's just make it a 90s night. Yeah. And so I had already been doing my thing at Douglas Social DJing and um, putting on events there and shout out Travis. He let us use the spot mm. and we kind of turned it into just like a nineties, nineties uh, vibe, like a nineties time capsule. You okay. know, we had uh, the super Nintendo out there with the mm. donkey Kong and I the, love that. you know what I'm saying? And the, uh, we had the nineties gear. Everybody had on the nineties gear. We had people come out and cook. Mm. We had vendors there. With the throwback gear, thrifty I love gear. It, I love it. I love it. My boy's burning incense. Shout out Lola Candle. Yes. And, I love uh, it. I love it. It was just a dope vibe. And we got to play the best. I feel like the 90s music is some of the best music out. Yes. It always brings people together when Facts. I'm DJing. So Facts. we got to play that all night with no complaints. Mm. Like you playing old stuff. So it yeah. was it was just a dope vibe. Brought, brought the whole city out. Yes. And 
I just want to add one thing to that is like that's why we do the events like yes. to build community. You yes. know what I mean? To build my vision statement is to bring people together mm. by building community through music. Yes, sir. And so when I throw an event, that's what I try to do. I love that. I love that. You know, I uh, listen to that story. You know, you are the centerpiece of collaboration when events come like that, man. So, uh, you know, the city needs you and they need more of you, you know, to bring good vibes, good music, good food. You know, even with the incense, man, it, it gets deep. So I, I definitely love that. And one thing I like to know too, man, all your events, they they nice, safe events. Yeah, you know? man, shout out. Hey, that's why y'all got that cover. Yes. <laughs> nice. I gotta pay for security, sorry. Yes, no, you good. Uh, you know, that that's one thing that's important. You know, when you come out, you, you wanna enjoy yourself, you wanna make a home back to them babies, so. That's you love. know, that's love. Yeah, I definitely appreciate you putting on, you know, nice, nice, safe events, nice, safe events for the city. So, uh, you know, staying on collaboration, this leads to my next question. So, you know, collaboration is the cornerstone of musical innovation. Uh, I'm wondering, like, are there any artists uh, that you dream of collaborating with in the future? Kanye West. Kanye West. Mm, that's a big one. G- give me give me your why on that. Man, he inspired me a lot. Mm. I know he he going through some things right now, uh, you know. That's for him to, you know, and them to talk about. Mm-hmm. But man, as an artist, he is a genius. Yes. Um, and uh, a lot of things like how he say he see colors when he see music. I I do too. Mm-hmm. I'm so I was trying. I couldn't explain it earlier. Yeah. But that's how like I felt about a young age of music. And so to be able to work with somebody that is that like is like that, mm-hmm. I feel like we could create some some dope things. That's dope. Uh, and uh, you know, we kind of had some things, but. It never came to fruition, yeah. you know. So I want, I want that to come to fruition. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. And we we gonna speak that into his instance here on this podcast today. For so sure. yeah, yeah. If, you know, if you if you listening, you know, it's gonna be out there for the public to consume. So you heard it here first. Yeah. Uh, and I was gonna tap I was gonna, in. Yeah, I want to speak on. Uh, I watched this last documentary on uh, Netflix. Man, that one was inspiring. Just showing. You know, man, watching the that up and the down. Yes, it, it, you got to understand why he is the way he is. Once man. you got to see the beginning, when they they wasn't believing. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it uh, was crazy. Yeah. It was crazy, man. Like to see all have to go through all that to have that recorded is man with with his mother and you know and that stuff like that. Yeah, so, that's wild. That is awesome. So I, I will get that advice to you, man. Capture the journey. I need to do a better job at that. Capture any up, journey. Any up and coming uh, content creators, man, tap in with me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's get it. Y'all, y'all heard it's it a here. journey for sure. Yes, sir. Y'all <laughs> y'all heard it here first. So staying on music uh, for my next question, I want to like, who is the most talented artist that you've had the honor to collaborate with musically? Man, uh, I, I, I know I know you got a couple names, so man, you know, choose, oh, choose, choose man. wisely. I didn't mean to laugh like that, cause man, I've worked with some talented people. I'm gonna put it like this. I'm going to name some names, and then y'all can see, like, dang. Yeah. I've worked with 50 Cent. Wow. I've worked with Rick Ross. Wow. And I've worked with R. Kelly. You know what I'm saying? Wow. And so I've worked with some talented people, man. Mm. Gucci, man. Mm. Uh, I feel like all of them are talented in their own special way. I love that. And, man, they all added value to me. Mm. And our, it, whether it was just hopping on a beat off an email or a deep conversation. Yes. Man, flow writer. Flowrider, man. Yes. Shout out Flowrider. I remember we worked on a song for 12 hours. Mm. And he told me about the Celsius deal. He said, I got to go catch a flight to yes. do a deal. I ain't going to sleep. Mm. And that's when he got went and did that deal. 
Yes, I, I seen it. He just yeah, won a bunch of millions. Yeah, man. Shout out Uncle Flo. Just just you got know, that just got that nephew. bag. And shout out uh, <laughs> shout out Celsius, man. Shout out Celsius too. Great dream. Yes, the streets love you. We would be happy to sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> My God, yeah. for real. Hey, business, we need that. <laughs> yeah, so business always. Uh no, but man, all those artists you name, I consider some of the greatest rappers to have rap. So that yeah. is uh you know, that that is definitely special that you've had the honor to, to work with those. <clears throat> I would say my favorite was is Rick Ross, man. Man, mine too. Man, uh, you, know, <laughs> you know, watching his watching his story every day is just motivation. It's motivation. He wants motivation. Man. Go to his story. And he got a great musical ear. Catalog. Man, the catalog is yeah. just luxurious. You know, he literally giving you that Maybach music, and I ain't never even been in the Maybach, bro. Man, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he he doing this. He doing it big, man. And you know, everybody can say what they want to say, but. At the end of the day, results show. Facts. You facts, know what I mean. Facts. He, he's he's uh definitely someone I want to interview and uh, you know just work with collaborating wise. You know his his networking game is on another level. I know for sure. I, I, I reached out to his manager one time for an interview. Man, they say they say twenty five racks. Can I? Yeah. Can I ask you a question? Go ahead. Go ahead. Man, you must be really good at networking because I'm seeing some dope people on your podcast yes yes i'm like damn he got clean boardies that's yeah. that's legendary man I, I wouldn't even say networking bro it's just the times we are in with instagram and social media everyone is accessible so i, I what i'm doing is what everyone else could do so people For ask sure. how i get a big name guest on the show i go to the instagram either dm or they have their contact information that's exactly right hey the, the direct link to them i emailed them a, a fee and you know if they're interested they, they get back so it's not like I know anybody. You know, this is something that everybody can do. What, I, what I'm hearing is no excuse. No excuses. Facts. Man. Facts. Facts. And drop that bag. Drop that bag. Drop now. that bag. You got to invest bag. in yourself. Yes, sir. Invest in your craft. Just like when we spoke on his DJ uh, question, what goes into being a DJ? You know, a lot of people will assume that, you know, when you're being a DJ, you go to the event, all the equipment is provided for you. Man, they do. You got, you got the, you got the, <laughs> I be at Chicken the Pickle. They be like, hey, where are we going next? I said, I'm not going nowhere. I'm about to take this down. They be like, you got to take all this down? I'm like, yeah, you yeah, know? <laughs> yeah. So so in, invest in your craft, you know, that's, that's the part that they, they definitely don't understand. So, uh, you know, staying on music, man, I want to move into this next question. So I'm wondering, uh, what are your thoughts on the business side of music, of the music industry? I'm wondering, like, is getting paid as a DJ or a music, music producer similar to an artist? Oh, man, that's a great question. It, it can go both ways. Mm -hmm. It depends. Like, if you move in, it depends on if you're moving independently or through a label. Yes. And so if you're moving independently, it's the same. You know, yeah. it's like out independent to like truly independent, not independent with the like a distribution deal, but yeah. truly independent, like you on Bandcamp or something. Yeah. Like you can do it like that, and it's like a DJ, like hey, you getting your money. Mm -hmm. And I would say DJing's even a little better because you get deposits. Mm. Like, mm. imagine if you told your fans that your album, well, you can pre-order, yeah. but people's not really doing that. Mm -hmm. And so with that being said, but if you on the label side and you move in like that, to me, you probably are producing songs yep. or creating songs like a like a Khaled or a Getta. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, they getting paid the same as an artist, like whatever they're publishing recoups yeah. and mechanicals and their performance mm -hmm. and so you either recouping or not yeah and it just it depends on that events yeah you know uh you know i feel like the, uh in the music industry just contracts and just financial is big now you yeah know, there's a lot how, more information out there yes based on how things have gone in the past bad contracts you know we, we've all heard the story so uh you know 
any you know any upcoming DJs or music producers just you know just man take the time to learn the business man it's go. a shout out uh what is it a small business I forget the the acronym but it's free small business course. that's what I did mm. I took a free small business course at the Wichita State Metroplex wow they show you how to get an EIN okay. structure your business you get introduced to uh, loan officers at banks, mm. you could create relationships. Yes. It's all for free. Yes. And you just pick what days you want to go. And they got like, they even got classes to teach you how to make content. Mm. They got all kind of dope stuff. That's you just awesome. have to kind of put in some work. Yeah. You know what I mean? Check and out then, those resources. Uh, for sure, for mm -hmm. sure. And I would I would definitely start there. Okay. Yeah, so, you know, any DJs or music producer, anybody just looking to get in, get in the mu music industries, I would assume you are a business, so you got to move like that and operate Man, you like that. Definitely one. do. You definitely do. No, no, because you're gonna get a 1099 mm -hmm. from whoever. Like if you do doing corporate events, you mm -hmm. know they're gonna send you. Hey, we paid you this. You're responsible for these taxes. Yep. And so you rather have that either be able to write it off or yep. be saving money for taxes at the end of the year. It's a lot yep. when you move in a DJ because. Everybody's not just gonna pay you cash. Facts, and that's one thing we talk about a lot on this podcast, man. Pay, pay your taxes. You is not a real boss if you don't pay your taxes, man. So, you know, or learn how to not pay them. Facts, you know facts. what I mean? The, the, the tax code is like forty thousand pages. I think like thirty thousand of them are how to write stuff off. Facts, facts. So, so you just got to get educated. Yes, yeah, so, you know we we are in the times where uh, you know education and you know what we need to know out there is is there's no limit to it so man like you said ain't really ain't no excuses fact it is no, no excuses so uh you know staying on on music topic i'm wondering like uh what advice would you give to aspiring djs or music producers you know just starting out their careers and you know you talked man, about regrets is, earlier this what is are some regrets or lessons you learned that you wish mm, you have shared okay great question Go ahead. uh learn the business side man mm. well, before even the business side let's just get real for a second man Find out if it's your purpose. You know what I'm saying? Get your yes. spirit right. Get yes. aligned yes. with what your purpose is. Because yes. you have to look at why are you wanting to do it? Do you want to do it for you or you want to do it to affect others? Mm -hmm. And so if if you're in that lane and you think that's your purpose and you think music is your purpose, then you have to put in the work. Yes. And that means, you know, listening to O, talking to O, specifically yes. if we're going to be a DJ Go go pull up on if you in Wichita, I'm getting specific, like Kansas City, you need to go pull up on like DJ Hyden and DJ mm -hmm. Cadence here and you and you just need to introduce yourself and watch. Be a mm -hmm. fly on the wall. Like man, a lot of people don't know. Yes. Uh I used to DJ for free at Chicken and Pickle with Barefoot mm -hmm. in twenty twenty mm -hmm. when I, I first that. started. I hear that. And it was it was mad people there. Mm -hmm. They was making a lot of money, but I knew my purpose. Yes. And so after that point, you know, don't treat it like a hobby. If it's a hobby, that's cool. But if you want to do it like a business, you got to treat it like a business. Be professional. Yes. Invest in yourself. Yes. Make good relationships. And then just wait your turn. Yes. You know, it's, it's all divine timing. Once you're on the business, because I said before the, the business spiritual, if you're going to treat it like a business, have your affairs in order. Mm. Have your yes. affairs in order. Yes. Because uh, that's some of my regrets. Mm. Man, when I got... A record deal um i didn't know how that worked yep. like taxes like dang you got to pay all these taxes mm -hmm. you got to pay the manager this you got to pay label this we hear that a lot We hear that you a know lot. what i mean yeah. i mean luckily i was able to do what i was able to do yep. but 
knowing that off top, you know, get you an attorney. Yes. Get you an entertainment attorney, you know. It's a lot of people out here that's you can find on Instagram that's on the come up. Yes. Or, you know, start looking into credits. They be right there. Tell them your situation. They want to make money, too. Mm-hmm. And so it's all about just being educated. Wisdom is power. Yes. That was my regret, not having wisdom. Mm. So seek the wisdom and the rest will follow. Yes, I love that. And like you just said, with anything you do, you got to you gotta understand your why. Gotta got gotta understand your why. I know what the major thing you talk about is on the business side. I know I heard Rick Ross say one time, man. You know, uh, you know, get you get your lawyer on the phone and we can make it real. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> you know, get that lawyer on the phone. And, you know, we, man, that's real talk you know, though. We, we can that's stand real on business, talk. So. We can stand on business. They they say shoot, a contract is what keeps relationships good. Yes, and if people be like, oh, we don't got to shake on. Nah, if we agree, then let's stick to it and hold our both ourselves accountable. You I know love, what I mean? I love that. I love that. <laughs> Now, uh, you know, for this next question, moving on to mental health, man. I know we kind of touched on it a little bit earlier, just the power of music, but mm-hmm. you know, with such a busy work schedule, like, what are some ways you, you know, you manage your mental health and physical health? You know, because you you out in the nightlife, you man. Know? I gotta get better at the physical health. Mm. You know what I mean? I yeah. I didn't let that go. I had a I had a major surgery mm. a while back that really opened my eyes mm. to uh your health. Yes. You know what I mean? So it's kind of asinine, but what I'm saying is like. You got to take care of yourself. Yes. And a lot of, I've learned that the mental is stemmed from the physical. Yep. That's why I enjoyed working out. Yep. Um, because it helped me get clarity, kind of maybe a challenge, you yes, know? Sir. I don't know what, I don't know the scientific term for what it releases. Mm-hmm. Them endorphins. Feel, yeah, endorphins. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you feel better, you know? Yes, and sir. so, and then just, being structured, having a routine, yes. and trying to stick to the routine. Planning man, for success. Man, planning for success. And I kind of get off track. We all get off track, but at least set yourself up for small wins. Yes. I, I want to recommend a book, if I can. Go ahead, go ahead. It's called Atomic Habits. Mm. I don't know who it's by, but uh, it's a great book. And if you search on YouTube, you can, um, it got like a, sums a book up in 32 minutes with this dope animation i love it i love it and so go go google that and it kind of it kind of talks teaches you to set yourself up for wins throughout the day and how to prioritize things i i suffer from adhd and so i'm not i haven't been taking any medicine for it for years because i'm trying to really tackle it and yeah. not have to and this is one of the things that helped it really it was atomic habits that that's awesome that's one thing we talk about on this this podcast a lot just reading books for your mental health have to uh, that's part of the routine too yep, yep and then another thing too so i always say my three things are taking care of yourself physically mentally and spiritually they, they all correlate so you know like you spoke on you know the the mental uh take care of your physical uh well, your physical take care of your mental, mm-hmm. you know, and that spirituality just kind of brings everything, you know, in together as yeah, one. So man. they, um, they all coordinate with each other. Yeah, I feel like the spirituality part is very important too. Yes, I don't, I don't know what I feel like. Everybody, God is going to tell you the same thing, which is to show love and love one another, man. Yep. I don't yep. think, you know, if that's what we all talking about. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, having that base is so important. Yes. And uh, it it helps you keep a 
a balance within yourself. Yes, yes. So when we talk about mentally, physically, and spiritually, that spiritual is the foundation of mm -hmm. all that. You got to have a good foundation to stand on when you're building anything. So mm -hmm. I, I definitely love that. Uh, now for my next question. So social media and streaming platforms have you know become very crucial for producers and DJs to connect with their audience. I'm wondering like how do you utilize your platforms to engage with your fans and your music? Because I, I, I do feel like you do a great job of promoting and just content wise for what you do. Man, thank you, brother. No I appreciate it. Uh, it's a couple of things, man. Uh, shout out. I want to quick shout out his entertainment, man. Okay. Entertainment group I'm a part of. It's, it's a group of guys, man. Saul, Jason, Toby, Ty, Juan Carlos. Uh, we come together, man. We we tap in with a, a creator named Baldo. Okay. Meryl Plata on Instagram. Okay. And he kind of created this look for us. Mm. And then I feel like that look really set off you know, helped with the experience that people were getting. They yes. were able to relive it through the look. And yes. Jay Ruley and all the people that came out, Leak, everybody, uh, Cannon. But sh shout out to the creators. It's collaboration, like yes. you said. Like, yes. the the it can't go out. Jacob, he he behind the scenes over yes. here. He do the lights sometimes, yes. you know? And it's just like having all that and then be able to recapture that is kind of where I'm kind of trying to segue into like using Canva. Yes. Like I can use like, how like you talking about how you reach out like i don't i don't have to reach out to a graphic person no more. Mm -hmm. i can kind of use technology to get my thoughts out yes sir no excuses you know excuse no more yes. you know what i mean and so like i ain't got my phone on me but i got my schedule i'm making my schedule boom 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 mm -hmm. i want it to look like this yes and uh just having that and tapping in one person last person for the branding uh jake will he's a he designed my logo okay Jake Will designed my logo, and uh, he was the one that kind of put me on the importance of a logo and how you needed to be able to be transferable. Like, yep. does it look good on a shirt, a hat, a, a lighter, a rolling tray? Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I'm like, okay, for sure. Yes. No, I definitely love that. I feel like, you know, you got the name DJ for the win, Beast by Win, but then you got the branding as well as far as the logo. Man. So. Thank you. Uh, you know, when it, when it comes to times of, you know, take advantage of social media and the times we're in, y'all, make sure that, you know, to collaborate with a content creator. Like I said, we got Jacob here with Managed to Create behind the scenes, and you guys get a look at that as well. Shout out, Jacob, man. So, you know, shout out, shout out, shout Jacob. Shout out, Jacob. Tap in with these videographers and these content creators, you know, uh, to collaborate to help take you to the to the next level. Uh, you know, I had Charleston White on the podcast here. That was in another the big name. I was yeah. telling the homies, I was like, man, he be having everybody on there. Yes. My bad. <laughs> uh, no, no, you're good. And one thing is, you know, we can't do nothing great alone. You know, we. Man. Man. No one was designed on this world to do anything great alone. So we, we can have, I ask you a question? Go ahead. Like so, his his persona is like I ain't trying to tell you have you speak on this business, but like, is that a persona, or is that how like because he's highly intelligent? Yes, and from my, from my conversation with him, it is, and he kind of uses it uh, how he see see fits. So you know, you have the persona. But then you got the real man, Charleston White, and what he stands on. So, yeah. you know, uh, he kind of uses both to, to his advantage, but. To, yeah, uh, it's to draw attention. Yeah, for so like you know, to, I know he drawing attention to the right thing. He just saying it in a different way. Yeah, so that's what he was kind of talking about. Like his perform, his persona, he, you know, the Charleston White character caters to the people, you know, that like that type of stuff. Because obviously, you know, a lot of his stuff goes viral. But he said, you know, uh, you know, a lot of the people, the real ones that's listening, they they get the real message behind yeah, it. Yeah, they, they get the up. message, they can see it, and then you scroll his page, you're going to see something real. Mm -hmm. You know, you might get drawn by the BS, Yes. but then you're going to see something like, dang, okay, he got a point. Yes, and that, that was one thing he mentioned during the podcast, like he's really taking, taking a vibe by 
taken back by just my questions. Like I wasn't trying to go viral, man. I'm trying to get some real, you know, real solutions yeah. to what man, problems we're we, we going through. We need some. Uh, shout out collaboration over competition. I feel like that's just a natural. I think like an indoctrinated trauma yes. within us. Yes. Like, man, I, I always make it an effort to show my fellow black man love yes, when I see him and just show him that. I, that just shows me he ain't tripping. He cool. Um, He he cool. He here for me. Yes, you know sir. what I mean? That's all it is. And I think just starting, like you said, a foundation, starting that small mm-hmm. will do some healing. Yes, sir. And, you and, know? and that's what this platform is for. You know what I'm saying? Just to get people... Uh, you know, and, and inspire, encourage people to come together and collaborate more. So you most know, definitely, we're gonna take it episode by episode and step by step. So, uh, you know, to, to jump into these last couple of questions, uh, you know, so diversifying, diversifying your ventures. So, you know, beyond your remarkable career as a DJ and a music producer, you also you also have uh, ventured into entrepreneurship. Uh, I'm wondering, can you share your journey in business and shed some light on how you've managed to leverage your artistic talents into successful entrepreneur endeavors? For sure, man. Uh. You kind of get forced, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I had my back against the wall after yeah. I had surgery. I couldn't really, I couldn't do a physical job like mm-hmm. a backup job no more. Yeah. And uh, with that being said, yeah, I just had to get creative. Mm. And when I once I got creative, I saw there was money to be made. Mm. And then I saw, okay, now you got to manage. You got to manage this money. Yes. And so, with that being said, it's just looking at money from a different standpoint mm. it it had it has value mm-hmm. and you have leverage with the more you got yep and sometimes you can leverage with other people's money yes sir you're right and so you can also leverage your talents mm-hmm. to get more yep. and so that's how I just started looking at it and I started you know like like for example I started doing consultations mm. And it's like, all right, now people are paying for me just for my thoughts. Yep. Or making beats. Like yep. I could whip up a beat in twenty minutes. Mm. Somebody'll pay whatever for it. I've had beats go for a lot of money and sometimes I'll sell one for two fifty. Just depends on what I need. Yep. And now I'm seeing like, all right, these are all streams. Yep. And they're under this brand. Mm-hmm. And it just kinda worked. Just li- my lifestyle's become a, a way of uh, way I can gain income. That, that's awesome. It's, it's beautiful to see, you know, how you responded when your back was back was against the wall. Yeah, I feel like that kind of speaks to the epitome of entrepreneur. You, uh, you gonna have to make sacrifices. It ain't mm-hmm. it ain't all just ups. You know, you know, like on Instagram, everybody show the wins. There are losses and sacrifices that Man, come for sure. With, you know, with taking this this route. So. Uh, I appreciate I appreciate you speaking on that. So for this last question, this podcast is sponsored by Greatness Vodka. They're a local black-owned liquor company here in Wichita, Kansas. Uh, and, you know, on the behalf of our sponsors, we like to know what does greatness represent to you? Man, shout out Troy. Yes, sir. Troy you know Book, I mean? shout out. Shout out Big Troy, man. Yes, sir. You know how sticky it gets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, man, greatness to me is just trying to be your best self mm. you know if you're your best self then that means you you're giving out the best version of you to the world yes and um you got to be great to do that yes sir and so that's what greatness means to me it's just you know doing the work doing the healing yes you know doing the loving mm-hmm. you know what i mean and all that and in between and 
that's that, that just sounds like greatness to me. Yeah, I, I love it. Being mm -hmm. the best you possible, so, you know, sure. so you can be better not only for yourself but your family, the people around you, and Man. your community. So and your community, yes, sir. huge, huge. Yes, yeah, so uh, you know, shout out to our sponsors at Greatness Vodka, and and you know, courtesy of our sponsors, we like to gift you. <laughs> hey, you know the the. The very popular peach cherry vodka flavor. Man, this is dangerous. So, so you know, you you, you enjoy. Hey, like I said, I Kurt, courtesy will. of our sponsors. Man, you can get this at Douglas Social too, man. Yes, sir. Drinkgreatness.com. Yes, sir. Shout out Troy. Drinkgreatness.com. Yes, sir. All right, do uh. So, the end of the podcast, you got any, any shout outs? If if not, well, I'll, I'll go ahead and end it. But if you got any shout outs, you know, go ahead and give them. Man, I just want to. I just want to give a shout out to God, man. Amen. You know what I mean? Uh. Just keeping me here and letting me do my thing. I love bless it. Bless people, you know, and that's, that's it. I love it. I love it. Uh, DJ for the win, man. I, I appreciate you sharing your incredible journey and insights with us today, man. Your experience in the music industry and entrepreneurship are truly inspiring. And we're grateful we had the opportunity to learn from you. So, you know, to our listeners out there, man, you know, y'all stay, stay tapped in for more captivating conversations from collaboration over competition. And that wraps it up, y'all. Y'all stay blessed. <laughs>